Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Shaysel. I'm Nikki. And I'm Jill. So, how are you guys doing today and how was your weekend? I'm fine. I'm, I was chilling this weekend. Nothing too crazy. I got my second COVID shot, so that's exciting, but I don't feel great today, so I'm a little lower energy. (laughs) That's why. I'm definitely feeling better than this morning, though. This morning, I woke up, like, literally, I felt like the Tin Man. Like, I, my (laughs) joints hurt so bad, I, like, couldn't move. Wow. And I slept like shit, because Soda, my cat, he, like, likes to sleep on me, but he's, like, heavy, so he climbs on me, but since, like... My body was sore. It hurt so bad when he would climb on me. And then, so he woke me up like four times. And then in the middle of the night, he was sleeping on my stuffed animal next to me. But he woke me up by sneezing in my face. <laughs> so I literally, it woke me up and I was like, get off me. And like shoved him off. And uh, it woke Chris up too. But I was like, I literally, I need to sleep right now on this fucking cat. Ew, I'm just thinking of like whenever... Whenever I feel my cat sneeze on me, it's so disgusting. And it's just, like, on my arms, typically. So the thought of, like, in your face and waking up to that. I I was so mad. (laughs) Like, it's funny now, but at four in the morning, it is not funny (laughs) at all. Especially when you don't feel good. So, but, yeah, so that's actually, now that I uh, have both my shots. How long is it? Isn't it, like, two weeks and then technically it's, like, and then it's, kicked in? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um. So after two weeks, I can go around without a mask. But how – I know that's something we were kind of talking about. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about going maskless, even though I'm vaccinated. What do you guys think? Yeah, like, I don't know. Part of me, even though I don't agree with how fast we're moving with this, part of me understands in the sense that I'm always hearing, I always have to listen to The View at work because <laughs> the news are always on. <laughs> and I always hear fucking Megan McCain going off about some shit, which is annoying in itself. But she is talking about how conservatives are frustrated about having to get the vaccine if like nothing's going to change. And it's like, okay, but don't you understand that the point is that it is going to change with time if more people get it? It doesn't mean that like one person gets it and your entire life changes. Clearly, this pandemic has shown us that it's not like an, it's not just about you on no man is an island yeah exactly like the whole point is that it spreads so it needs to like most people need to be vaccinated for her immunity to to actually work so i i don't understand what's up with that but yeah Yeah. so it's like i think there's this push so that like people there's less of a backlash for getting the vaccine and more of a reason to do it because it's like oh look at what you can do if you have it but clearly people who don't have it can still just go maskless like who's going to check them no one yeah we're the worst at the yeah. honor system in this country. I know. Literally. That's why they have to like, like even just dumb shit, like not filling your water cup with like fountain drink Sprite or something. Right. Like, people can't even do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was uh, kind of bitching about it to my brother about how like, I feel like it's kind of like a sellout for conservatives, but he made a good point that it is, that's what's going to. He's like, to me, it's a trade-off. Like, I'd rather than them be like, oh, okay, I'll get vaccinated so I don't have to wear my mask because for whatever reason, wearing a mask is equivalent to living in Nazi Germany. <laughs> but, uh, like, and so I get that. And that I, I, too, would rather people get vaccinated than wear a mask. So I guess I get it from that standpoint. But Yeah. I don't know. I, I went to the bar this weekend, and 
no one was wearing a mask not a single what? person and like also this bar we went to there was people standing like nobody was watching where like any capacity was filled or not and like there's a there's a the inside and outside area both of them were like packed pretty much not really but there was some standing room well and, and like, like th- that to me it's like there's no way in hell every single person in there had exactly and that's why like i don't i'm really not in agreement with the cdc saying this because i don't think that we are ready like a lot of people first of all skip their second vaccine and like either that or they just didn't get one altogether like the people that didn't want to wear a mask didn't want to get a vaccine either a lot of them so i don't know if that really is giving them like a reason to want to get it because like we said no one is checking them not unless we have like i don't know a requirement to check your fucking vaccine card every time you walk into an establishment but that seems like way too much work clearly that would not ever happen um also when we walked in like we walked in wearing our masks and everybody was staring at us and it definitely seemed like everybody was judging us and it made me feel really uncomfortable and then on our way out we were wearing our masks again like walking through the building because there was so many people and these people sitting outside this guy yelled to me and my friend and he was like you don't have to wear that anymore and we were like don't tell us what to fucking do like what (laughs) like I'm i'm gonna wear it if i fucking want to when Chris and I were up in rural Wisconsin, because that's where his lake house is, I, like, walked into, we went to, like, get food at this, like, I don't I guess it's a bar, and, like, nobody was wearing masks, and we walked in wearing our masks, and literally, it was, like, I, this is not, like, me being self-centered, like, everybody was looking at us, yeah. like, what, why the fuck are they wearing masks? It's, like, sorry, I care about health, like, I don't, you know, right? why is wanna... it weird to wear a mask now? Yeah, I'm like, I don't want that to change in society because I am probably going to wear a mask if I'm feeling sick or something for the rest of my right. life now because why wouldn't you? It's like, at this point, I feel like the, the U.S. was stupid for not having done that in previous years. I, yeah. I feel like, okay, I mean, this is a, a much more severe case of that given what it's about, but that man saying that to you guys makes me think of in high school and I was dating my... Ugh, my ex-boyfriend that was in a conservative family which was just so i know i hate to even admit that thank you for your service um i remember whenever i'd eat some vegetarian meal because i was vegetarian at the time there was always some comment about me not eating meat and it's like oh why don't you just eat this or whatever but like in a in a disrespectful way not you know whatever not at all like it's just trying to be funny or whatever for I don't know. And um, that's what that guy is saying that makes me think of. Because it's like, can you just mind your business? And I don't know if there might be a term for this in psychology that I just can't remember right now. But I feel like it's this weird thing where he he feels he's like judging himself for not wearing a mask. So he wants you to not wear a mask so he doesn't feel bad about not wearing a mask. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. He and wants it, everybody be, to be on the same side so he, because technically he's yeah. in the wrong, but if everybody's doing it, he can be like, wow, nobody exactly. wants to ask. Like, it also just made me be like, here's a prime example of people who you don't know if they got a vaccine or not, like just not wearing a mask because this guy doesn't know what my vaccine status is. And he's like, oh, you don't have to wear that anymore. Exactly. It's fine. Yeah. 
which makes me think that he's not vaccinated <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah there's no way i'm he like is. okay it's not just like completely fine like there's supposed to be rules well and that's another thing too about the like i get it gives them incentive to like not wear a mask but like you know a lot of them are just gonna yeah lie. Yeah. Like, it's not actually, like, what it should be is if you're not wearing a mask, like, places can, like, check your vaccination record, which I know you can't do that because of, like, medical privacy and stuff. But it's, like, you can't, like, make that rule and then, like Jill said, have it be the honor system because, like, as we know, like, nobody's going to actually follow it. Like, you, if you're going to set that rule, you need some way to, like, monitor it. Yeah, exactly. That's just like, frustrating. has been happening the whole pandemic. People, we we wanted people to do the honor system with wearing a mask <laughs> uh, in general. Look how that fucking turned out. Everybody fucking made it a huge thing. So I, I yeah. know that people who are anti-mask, which is such a, just that, that term is so deeply upsetting because <laughs> like, why? Just why? Because it's their no, constitutional right to die of a disease if they want to. I just can't believe that that very simple <laughs> thing. Like there's, there's so much shit to deal with with this pandemic. And that is probably the simplest thing you could ever do. Like, have to wear a mask? No problem. No question. I don't give a fuck. And and it's like... Literally. They're like, this is my dying right to not wear a mask. It's like, why? Yeah. Why the fuck do you give a fuck? You're at a grocery store. All of us are suffering already. Like, and you're out here making everybody's life harder because right. you're a little oh, bitch. Oh, also... Sorry. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen this that often, thankfully. But I have seen some people... You can tell our people that aren't used to wearing masks. There was someone on a flight, my flight to California a couple of months ago. This woman just kept taking off her mask and she kept being like, oops, sorry, when someone asked her to put it back on because you could tell she wasn't in the habit, which is upsetting. Um, but I see people sometimes, like, they'll be on the phone or they'll pick up the phone and they'll take off their mask to talk or they'll take off their mask to sneeze. And I'm like, are you kidding me, bro? <laughs> like, what? I've seen. It's like, that is like the one thing, like that and coughing exactly. is why it's there yeah for your nasty yeah. spittle to like be yeah. kept like to yourself this lady at the doctor's office i work at the other day she was she like took off her mask to talk multiple times so i asked her to put it back on and she was taking her time when she like waved to me like signaled that like yeah yeah i'm getting to it but it's like no i and i repeated it i'm like no, no right now it's while you're talking and she gave me this look and it's like are, are you how fucking stupid do you have to be it's been over a year come on at this point aren't you like sick exactly. of it too i know like that's something where it's like i get in the beginning i i mean i don't get but like comparatively i understand in the beginning being like i don't want to have to do that what a pain blah, blah blah and like being like do we really have to but at this point like is it worth it is it worth having this discussion every single place you go i think like because I don't I think, think so. Obviously, they're just, they're so immature in so many ways. And I feel like, as we know, with a lot of people like this, they just like constantly being angry almost because they're in this state of just emotional distress and they want to hide it because they have no way of dealing with anything in their life. So they just, they like True. being angry. They like finding another thing to, to argue about, to yell about, whatever the fuck. And it's like, why don't you try finding some peace in your life? Maybe that'll make things better. I think that's the real problem here. <laughs> What does that mean? Why don't you have a yeah. piece of bread and calm down? <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> uh, oh, la yeah. one last thing. I don't want to forget. 
on the view Megan McCain it's it's just funny because I, I know that we know that conservatives would call liberal snowflake snowflakes tend to be the ones <laughs> flow snakes <laughs> the ones who call liberal snowflakes tend to be the ones that are actually like that and she was going off about this whole vaccine passport thing and she's like maybe if you made it a little smaller and we could carry it in our wallets it'd be different and I was like, are you serious? What? You're arguing about the fact that the vaccine passport card is too big and that's the problem. As if it as if it like, <laughs> as if it as if it were smaller, it would change how like if they would carry it with them or something. Like that I just don't understand what they're even arguing about. So she wants it to be like business. Almost and carry it in your wallet. But the <laughs> just thing is, fold it. It's right, not legal right. To and fold. even if even if that happens and we have to show it someplace and we do have to carry it in our wallet, then they'll argue about just having to show it. <laughs> like it's just never gonna yeah. end Ugh, okay whatever but <laughs> speaking of anti-maskers and i guess some anti-vaxxers we can get into our <laughs> conspiracy theory of the day which is flat earthers <laughs> god literally what's the difference <laughs> i i think um wait before we get into it i don't think any of oh us yeah we need to clarify this. Yeah, no, no, no. We yeah. are not. Yeah. First of all, none of us are flat earthers. Round Earth Gang. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess, uh, yeah, Globe Earth Gang, because I guess the flat Earth is still round, so. But, uh. Oh, God. Well, that's, oh, yeah, because there's, there's also a dome or flat Earth. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was oh, infinite. Yeah, infinite or dome. There, so there's factions within the community. I just. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they're just that, it's just that intelligent and accepting that you can, there's different strains of thought. Yeah, it's just like every type of science or there's yeah. conflicting theories. Yeah. Well, okay, wait, really fast. Choose your fighter. If you had to have somebody on your team for an argument, I guess, anti-mask, anti-vax, or flat earther? Flat earth gang. I was going to yeah. say flat earther. They're I don't good. Know. I feel like I would choose the anti-vaxxers. I feel like they have way more science that they think backs up their thoughts. That's, that's true. Yeah. Because all the, all the flat earth experiments failed. Okay. That's so, okay. That's really true. Anti-vaxxers like don't even like have their own experiments. So they're even better at like digging their heels into their argument. True. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah, they're more blindly following. But flat, I feel like Flat Earth is a close second. They do a pretty good job of just... I think they're the closest at trying to be people. scientific. Yeah. They also just have way more people that believe in that stuff, I feel. Yeah, <laughs> Or I don't know. They, they made it seem that way. The guy in the movie said that there's a millions of Flat Okay, guys, I don't remember how old I was or anything, but I, I do think... That, like, I, I don't think I knew about Flat Earthers until maybe four or five years ago i had never heard about that when i was younger i think it was in college when i saw a sticker somewhere that was like flat earth something and i i literally thought it was a brand because i had never even heard of that because i i truly there was no part of me that ever thought that that was one other thing that we were questioning yeah right that seems to be like pretty i thought that that was pretty well established 450 years ago but yeah i don't know i mean like this is just something you learn about in science like it it doesn't I know. really need a debate. <laughs> I don't well, know. There, I mean, there are things, of course, question everything, but like when there's science involved, not necessarily, especially like astronomy, because that's a very mathematical yeah. science. And oh, yeah. I think 
I think we've pretty much developed the equations that are necessary to prove this. Type I understand, of like again, so. everything somehow goes back to some psychological thing that's happening with them. I'm sure, so I can understand if they have been ostracized for their views and like they find some passion in this cause. I get why they want to believe in it so badly, but like, why do you want it to be flat so bad? Like, what what is that going to change? It's like, okay, let's say it's proved. <laughs> then what? Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's, I told you that's so. It. You just get bragging rights. Yeah. Well, no, then they get, then they have proof that they're lying about everything. So then they're like, okay, this just opens You're up right. every other conspiracy is possibly being true. Oh, which something true. that they mentioned, which obviously we'll talk more about when we get into the details of the documentary that we watched, which, by the way, is called Behind the Curve on Netflix. I mean, throughout this entire documentary, we can pinpoint a lot of logical fallacies, but one that kept happening is that they think that because because we can't disprove their theories that means they're more right and that's like a huge that's a huge fallacy like because if you can't disprove something if it's not falsifiable then it also isn't scientific you know well and it's not proven right like it's like well also my issue with that is that like it's not that we're not trying to disprove the flat earth theory it's that like this already is proven that the earth is round so there is no need to have a debate and like scientists obviously know this and also know that these people are not people you can have an actual argument with so i I don't know what the point is like i don't know what they're expecting what i don't understand there was there was one point where they mentioned that one of their theories for who's on top of this whole conspiracy one of them mentioned the vatican and that is just so (laughs) incredibly stupid to me because back in the day, the Catholic Church literally like ostracized Copernicus and Galileo was like exiled from society basically for believing in heliocentrism, which they are also against like the, the theory that we revolve around the sun and the solar system, which is just a fact. So like why would the Vatican be on top of that if they themselves were trying to like keep that hush hush? Yeah, they were like, no, like, yeah. they were the original flat earthers. They literally had an active campaign against those two scientists. She, to they literally, them. yeah, like, I'm pretty they sure they actually, Galileo? no, they, they, did. they put him in jail for Girl, a long You lost time. all your rights. <laughs> I think they, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like so, yeah. I definitely don't think that they're trying to hide it. <laughs> God, literally, they're just, okay. Yeah, the but, Vatican. Well, so that's, again, so when people are like, who's behind all this so what they really are saying is that this conspiracy theory is 450 years seriously in the like really <laughs> people have been keeping it up for that long come on like and so okay also who would be behind it right galileo why would galileo himself be like yep earth is round and if it was wrong how would he get that many people to like support it he wasn't like in a position of power it just like (sighs) makes no sense because at least with like anti-vaxxers like that's a recent thing vaccines are recent so they can like or like 5g towers i know yeah that's why i was confused where they got 450 years from because if they're talking about when people believe the earth was actually flat, I think that was before that long ago. And then, yeah, like you said, like, it doesn't make sense that Galileo would. Yeah. Why would he up. start this whole thing? <laughs> and if it wasn't true, how would it still be going on after that? You know? Right. Like, it's just like. Like, it took literally like years for, for him to even make any headway for right. people and then to pe- believe what he was saying. So 
clearly he like right. didn't have an easy it was time future scientists people. that like found yeah. out i mean yeah so it's, it's like oh it's, our I, I don't understand already. like they literally looked back on his theory and researched it more and realized it was real so what where in that like why would oh, I, I mean i don't even know what to say <laughs> i don't even know what to say yeah i think we should start with our guy yeah. Nathan Thompson, who his his title was the Evan the Eva how the fuck do you say the evangel <laughs> evangelical uh, yes but it was the evangelist is that how you say it evangelist evangelist he was the, he was the guy the weird one Wait, the, the one, one with the, the okay he had like a little the one that was hitting yeah, ping pong balls, balls with, with hammer he would bounce <laughs> he would bounce I wish everyone could see this he would bounce a ping pong ball on his sledgehammer and recite things like he'd be like arkansas the- alabama whatever <laughs> and then he would also no he was just getting interviewed while doing that yeah. i'm like why and he, why right now well, he yeah he was also doing the uh table of elements. yes yes that was one he was doing and it's like bruh you are not helping yourself at all in this situation by doing that you're making yourself look fucking crazy Dude, right, right now. i just like what i could not believe that and he called it some whack-ass thing like some program that was essentially like strengthening your brain power and yeah it was like brain yeah and then he yeah, and then he workout, referred whatever. to it was called the whole brain power program right. i remember i wrote it <laughs> whole brain whole food like whole 30 like the whole brain ass power. brain okay anyways um and he had a brain coach is what he referred to him oh my god yeah when i heard him say that i'm like what the actual fuck could that mean is that a therapist or what that's called a teacher (laughs) no seriously yeah also your brain coach side note my class one of my neuroscience classes at miami we had a project on um neuroscience myths which i'll get into at the end because like it kind of relates and the things I learned with that project. But my project was on brain games and how there's no science behind that. And like, wait, like the show? No, 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 no. Like, like brain <laughs> games, like, you know, like ugh, there was luminosity or whatever. Like there, and even there was like a Nintendo oh, DS game. Like brain age yeah. on the DS. Yeah. And there's absolutely no science behind that. Oh, that shit was so yeah. fun. I know. I love that game. No matter what, no matter how good you get at the games, there's no science that proves that those skills are transferable to real life. So it's just yeah oh, no there's really? there's no science behind wow. it like we we had a whole presentation on it um so I mean obviously we know that this man is whack but even the whole brain coach thing and his own little brain games like that does absolutely nothing the thing that he's training is he even said he's like working on a what fine motor skills and memorization yeah. or something like it's like why what are you doing in your life where you need to right. have that be you need to recite the periodic table of like, elements <laughs> yeah like it's just, just if he God. goes to trivia one day true wait was he true. the guy that they filmed him he like he was driving yes. and he's like pulling shit out yes. of the back he's like pulling these books out of the back while he's driving and he's like wait let me just like read a passage to you guys while he's driving. I forgot like, that he. What? I didn't realize. I didn't <laughs> even think about the fact that he's literally driving while he's reading that. I didn't. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, um, this is definitely not helping your case. He's able to do that because of his brain coach. You're right. He's yeah. good at multitasking. So that's proof. So one of the books that he pulled out, I remember, I wrote it down. It was called "The Greatest Lie on Earth," written by some person named Edward Hendry, and. 
he's like, I'll read you some stuff from the table of contents. And the first thing he reads is Samuel Ro- Robotham, how, I don't know how to pronounce that name either, prove the earth is flat. And then it just cu- cuts out. And the way he, he's like silent after he says it as if it's like mic drop. Damn right. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Wow. Facts. <laughs> Literally, okay, so one thing that actually cracked me up was he's talking, he's flexing about this 53,000 person Facebook group that's like, I have something to say about that. Flat Earth (laughs) group and discussion. Once again, something not helping their case is all these groups they're talking about are on Facebook. And he made his own group because he got, he said, I got kicked out of a bunch. (laughs) So I made my own group. There's a reason you got kicked out of a lot. And it's not because they're trying to silence you. It's because you're annoying or like crazy. Like all of their shit is all on Facebook. That's when you know it's a load of hoopla that like Twitter and Instagram don't allow this shit to happen. My favorite part of that group was their cover photo. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it looked like some enlightenment artwork. And I really think that these people think they're out here being enlightenment philosophers and that this Facebook group is like a modern day enlightenment salon where philosophers would all meet and discuss intellectual discourse. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Literally, they're like, wow, this is an exclusive club when anybody (laughs) can go join Facebook, the trash of the internet. (laughs) I know that's a. I literally wrote down most of this on Facebook because <laughs> I was saying? like literally once god I keep saying literally but it literally <laughs> is on Facebook but again another thing that's not helping your case like if you're on Facebook I already think you're less trustworthy right yeah well that that was the same guy who they showed him like in a parking lot just going up to this lady oh. who was sitting in her car and he's like hey have you ever heard of flat earth i have like the biggest facebook group out there <laughs> yeah like yeah well and the, the lady's just like okay <laughs> and jill and i were kind of talking about this um right before the episode started i was like that's not allowed for like anything it's not just that you're a flat earther if somebody com- comes it's a joke to be like do you have a moment to talk about our savior, Jesus Christ? Like nobody wants to talk about any of that type of shit out of the blue. But if you were to tell him you can't do that, you can't walk up to random people and talk about flat earth, he'd be like, oh, they're trying to silence me. It's like, no, you can't walk up to random people and talk about any of that kind of stuff. I literally wrote down that when he did that, it's like he's a Jehovah's witness, but for flat earth. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I thought of. It's like so obnoxious. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's like disrespectful to impede on somebody's day no, to seriously, that though. for any cause. Like if somebody, I don't know. I just, I don't like that type of like solicitation for anything. Yeah. I just think right. it's like, I'm trying to live my life. Right. Like, Can you imagine just be, being in your car, like running some errands and this man just comes up to you and just starts like, basically, I mean, he wasn't yelling, but like kind of, and out of the blue, like that's scary. Yeah. Well, and this per- this poor woman was in a convertible. I know. <laughs> yeah. So she couldn't escape it. <laughs> like he purposely targeted her. Yeah. Um. One other thing that was cracking me up with this guy <laughs> He's like, when he's driving the car, do you want to hear some flat earth music? Oh my God, I know. And it was just like flat earth. Yeah. And it was some rap song where they're rapping about the flat earth. I'm like, oh my God, this is so like, how do, how does the camera crew not laugh? Right. Like, I'd be like, this has to be a joke. I love though that throughout the entire documentary, every time any of them would talk, just the people who made this documentary, I understand why they did it. 
but they were just trolling all oh, the people. Yeah. Like the way that they played the the music they would choose whenever a flat earther was talking. It was like some like YouTube makeup artist 2015 type of song in the background. Yeah. And it was so condescending, but like I loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they were like literally look at this pool. Yeah. Um one thing I wrote down towards the beginning, which like I felt was a big thing throughout of it, is these are the type of people so what was that other guy? Matt something? Matt? Oh, yeah. I don't remember his last name, but he was the one that was like crazy. Oh, okay. The not Matt. Yeah. The other one that had like the... His name is Mark Sargent. Oh, yeah. Mark Sargent. Thank you. Um, He was like the big name in the movie, apparently. He's like one of the OG guys that a lot of people know. And so it's just they're the type of people you can't argue with. And that's what makes this yeah. whole thing so frustrating is that you can't have like a conversation about it. Cause if you say right. like, <laughs> even his mom was like, have they had educators come out and support it? He's like, no, because they've fallen victim to the education system. You know, they, it's like everything. Yeah. Where it's like, can you prove this or something like Neil deGrasse Tyson, like dropped a mic and was like, there, that's gravity. They're like, ah, that's not gravity. That doesn't count or something. It's like, what? Like, you just can't please them. You can't have the conversation. They just say everything is fake. And I think that's like one of the big issues with these type of communities. I have something to say about that. That like, I mean, I totally agree with that. And I, I'm someone that also whenever I thankfully have not encountered a flat earther, even though they clearly walk among us, but other people that have spewed beliefs that are just like, this is just objectively not science at all. I am also someone that's like it's not even worth my time explaining it to them because I don't want to argue and they seem like they're not open to having a discussion. But they talked about this in the documentary, which is something that we talked about in my neuroscience class when we were like investigating these myths in neuroscience. It's that we need to find a better way to approach these people because part of the reason is that we do ostracize them. It's like the second that we hear these beliefs, which like, yeah, they are crazy beliefs, but if we immediately look down upon them, then we're not really creating creating an inviting place for them to have discourse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we need to act like okay, we'll, we're listening to you, so now you also should listen to us. Like right. have a respectful conversation. Because obviously, the leading thought is that the Earth is a globe. So there's so many times they're confronted with that in like a calm situation, and they could present it like, "Oh, this is actually what I think," but they're the type of people. Um, I feel like I was talking about this with something else where it's just like they come out the gate arguing. Where yeah. It's like, oh, I was talking about this um, actually with Chris's uncle yesterday about anti-maskers where it's just they are ready for you to argue. So they just start out arguing where it's like, where did this even come from? I didn't, you know, yeah. I didn't realize we were they having just, this like, conversation. Start out being, they start out with like an, a high emotional intensity that they feel like needs to be reciprocated yeah it's like they're ready to argue about it which i understand part of that is precedent like they're expecting to be argued with but it's like okay if you're gonna present it as fact and be like yelling this in my face of course i'm not gonna respond well but if you were like oh i found something interesting on the internet today i kind of was looking into this like that that would prompt a different conversation i agree with that and in practice i tend to have that sort of attitude which is why i just avoid it because i don't like arguing for for just argument's sake and what i thought about after watching this documentary because one of the people speaking at the nasa conference that they showed 
they mentioned this line that said, when we leave PPM, we leave bright minds to mutate and stagnate. And what I'm thinking is like, yes, once they get to a certain point, which unfortunately happens pretty quickly, especially with like online communities and stuff, it is harder because they're so indoctrinated. I feel like let's say you're in school and someone brings that up and they like they just started questioning it for the first time. It's so easy to, to immediately be like, what the fuck? Like, that's stupid or something. And then that makes them want to look towards their community more and think, well, these people outside of this community don't understand. These people do. So then they create this like cult-like mentality as opposed to if someone, if they first introduced the idea and someone was actually like, well, what made you think that? And you talked about that. Obviously, I don't know what would actually happen. I'm sure that a lot of people would still end up becoming extreme with these beliefs, but it, it creates also this like dichotomy between these people. Yeah. That's true of the like yeah. us versus yeah. them. Yeah. And that's like yeah. ideally I, w- I would like it to be that way. But I think also what's hard too is that bef- when people are first interested in it, like he um, Mark Sargent was saying in the beginning, he started getting into it to disprove it. Oh, and that yeah. like convinced him otherwise. I think what's hard too is that people don't admit when they're questioning it. Because it is like they know that it's like not a popular belief. And so then the only time that they like then start talking about it is when they feel they have enough proof to True. Like, defend it. Yeah. There was um, actually a guy that I worked with last, last summer who did believe in the flat earth theory. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I just remembered actually because I mean, I never like got into it with him. I definitely would kind of do it like to troll him and just see like what he would say. But a lot of us did, like, make jokes about it behind his back, obviously. Sorry. <laughs> Hopefully you don't know who you are or listen to this. But, yeah, I don't know. We would be like, wow, like, do you believe that guy? Like, that's so fucking stupid that he believes in that. I can't believe that he's the type of person that would think that way. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, some of us would, at work, be like, but what about, I don't know. We'd be like, what about the curve of something? I don't know. Some stupid thing some stupid argument on the other side and he would be like oh yeah like i never actually thought about that what so i'm like wait. like to get him to come around to the, the rest. or like the yeah we'd be like wait so like what about planes flying to a different country or something or like around the earth to the other side and he's like oh yeah i guess it- <laughs> i guess i never thought about also, that one thing i was thinking about too during it that like i don't know how they would respond with the correct the earth is a globe theory we also explain what's outside of the earth like space and all that kind of stuff so if earth is flat is it just flying through space like a frisbee or is it like and if the earth is flat what's on the opposite side true is it just blank just blank (laughs) error or like is it you know and so are we in space or are we sitting on something True. you know it's just like there has to be something on the we have to exist within something and they like don't have an explanation for that because they're so focused on just explaining the earth being flat and it's like clearly the earth can't be flat if you can't explain these other things they're not all independent situations like this is reality they're all interconnected that's one thing i'm like i would love to see them try to explain that they had that one like actual astronaut interviewed and he was like oh yeah like the last time that i heard about flat earth was when i was in space he's (laughs) like i was like reading it on social media oh and he was like (laughs) 
And him and somebody else was like, I wish we got paid to cover this up. He was like, you know how much I got paid extra to go into space? $5 an hour. <laughs> like, they're like, we don't get paid enough to deal with this stupid shit. Like, going back to what you said, Nikki, um, it's like, I mean, they mentioned in, in the documentary, there's almost like this like reverse scientific method, which happens in a lot of groups like this, where instead of like I've, with with actual science following a scientific method, you don't have a certain outcome in mind. At least you shouldn't technically. It's like the evidence builds up to something and then there's an outcome. You don't, you're not specifically looking to prove something because that's when it gets biased and everything. And what they're, what groups like this do is that they have this claim that they want to be true. So then they'll find whatever evidence is going to prove that. And that is just, that's, I see that as like the reverse scientific method. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, and that's why, that's one thing they were arguing too makes it unscientific exactly. is because I could, because that's when they stop listening to anything. Yeah. Because also this is a good time to bring up at one point they did a experiment with some like laser, I think it was called a laser graft. And it's like within an hour, the laser should move like 15 degrees because apparently it would move with the earth's rotation. And they're like, so if the earth is a globe, it would move this like insinuating that it wasn't going to and then it did (laughs) i remember that so then they're like well we want to make sure it wasn't just measuring the movement of the sky which like okay so then they put it in like a tube like a steel tube or some shit and it still moved 15 (laughs) degrees so they're like so now we plan on putting it in this like other material tube and it's like okay so you're literally getting evidence that it is round like you're being faced with evidence that disproves what you believe and they're like well wait no oh my god I just sorry I keep coming out like I keep thinking of just different theories and I need to mention this one because it 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 applies to like things that we have talked about things that we will be talking about in the future in my class on pseudoscience in college we learned about this effect called the backfire effect which is when people believe something even when they're blatantly disproved they tend to double down like the example that we used in class was that when bush i I guess he came i don't remember this but i guess he came forward about realizing that the iraq war shouldn't have happened and people who were behind bush even after he said that were still like no no but it needed to happen because they believe that and they double down on that belief even when like the people that they're following say that 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 it wasn't the case yeah it's just like that's what i was saying earlier about there's no you can't hold a conversation with them because yeah well they also mentioned um the the dunning-kruger effect which is pretty much like kind of the idea of people who believe in these things not actually like having any evidence to believe in them but at the same time they think that they like have this false confidence where they know everything about it but they actually like have pretty much no right. no actual literally i wish that. i was that confident about things i know I- anything i think i know right. i'm like <laughs> But am I, did I just make that up because I want to think I know about it? I mean, it? they mentioned that right after they, one, I think it was, it was the astro, one of the astrophysicists in the documentary talked about imposter syndrome and how like the yeah. more you know about something, the less you feel like you should be an authority yeah. on the subject. And then they mentioned this effect, the Dunning-Kruger effect and how it's basically the opposite of that. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that one seems right, nice. Right. <laughs> I knew it was the opposite. I knew it was the opposite of something, yeah. but I couldn't remember what it was. Um, 
One, another thing that cracked me up, this is a change of subject, but another thing that cracked me up in the documentary was how this guy was flexing his license plate. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think his license plate was flat earth. It was. was, Or it's flat. flat. It's flat. No, it's flat. (laughs) And he was like, this was the first flat earth license plate. And now wherever you look, there's more. And like was showing examples. And then he had like a tapestry of (laughs) license plate. I was like, what the fuck? So then it was showing all the like products they have. And I was like, this is literally propaganda. Really? He was like, we, we have fun with it. It's like, no, you tried to find like every way that you can like shove this belief on people. I know, like, are they not profiting off of that? Like, and also they're profiting off of all these like yeah. festivals and meetups that they have. That guy was getting flown out there for yeah. free. Like, oh yeah. So now there's no way he's ever going to be convinced differently because his whole livelihood is based off of this. Yeah, like if you're getting compensated, of course you're going to believe yeah. in it. Or if he, like, I would, I would probably fake my belief in something if I was getting money yeah. too. If he, depending on, well, what it even is, if but. I was like not fully sure if somebody paid me if I was like oh maybe if somebody paid me I'd be like okay yeah I can get behind this and then it's so hard to like he would publicly have to be like I was so right. wrong and like fooled all of you and so you know it not a lot of people are, would do that like and I don't blame them that's like hard to do to come out and be like I just basically scammed all Especially of you when it's something that you're already ostracized well, for yeah. that'd be especially difficult yeah I know, like, I wrote down, actually, I'm like, why do these people need a conspiracy to, like, unite them and make friends and, like, have a sense of community? Why can't they just, like, find that within their job or, like, their actual community? Why do they have to, like, convince yourself of something? I guess, I mean, they fully believe that they're not really convincing themselves, but I don't know. They all, like, have, like, a martyr syndrome. It's like they feel like they're... Yeah. Exactly. That's why I'm like, it's weird to me that they're using something that's like ostracizing them as a source of their community, like as a sense of community. But it's like they... they, I've seen so many like memes about this or it's like, why do conservatives like want to be like persecuted for things? Like it's like they they want to feel attacked right i'm like why are they trying to use this like fake marginalization as a way to come together almost like the epitome of a toxic relationship because the the weirder their beliefs it's the the closer the community gets because it's like oh well these people truly get me so it's like this like self-fulfilling prophecy once again and it's just the worst kind it's basically like a cult yeah no really though there was one point where the guy even mentioned like once you become a flat earther you can only date other flat earthers because no one understands you well i was gonna that was the next thing i was gonna say is they start to only associate with themselves so of course it's gonna make them believe it even more (laughs) on the topic of dating it was so weird to me that this documentary, like, randomly at the beginning just had the little heterosexual love story of Patricia and Mark thrown in there. Right. I'm like, why is this edited so weirdly? Like, this is literally like a rom-com now. No, literally. And also, the- it, it had no yeah. effect on the story because they weren't even dating. Yeah. 
Well, it sounds like people within the community like ship them. The way it was edited was as I guess that makes sense, Mickey. The way it was edited really felt like it was just a total change of tone. And I was like, yeah. is this like a side skit right now? Like what I know. what is happening? I'm like, yeah. I literally wrote down, why is there a random heterosexual love story? I don't give a fuck. I literally wrote, wow, this love story right now. <laughs> oh my god. I I really think it was because somebody commented like Patricia read it during one of their live streams like who are you guys kidding like you are a couple oh yeah and so I think that that's why it got brought up because apparently like within the community it's a thing but speaking of Patricia one thing that had me like dying like laughing and wanting to blow my brains out was she was like she's been demonized within the community because she's like a pretty woman and they're like um patricia ends in cia <laughs> <laughs> and well, like, yeah yeah and so then she and then the most recent one was that she's transgender because we know like that's p- the worst possible thing she could be um just kidding sarcasm but um i couldn't believe listeners. that like randomly this story like this community is just misogynistic and transphobic I'm like oh we just had yeah. to throw that in right. as well like because they're pro- like a lot of them are neckbeards yeah like they really saw a pretty powerful woman who was like close to the man in power of this organization not organization but of this movement and they're like wow we have to tear her down we there, can't have any powerful women around us who are smart and know things. There were two things she but said. Was, that, sorry, Nikki. That, I no, I just haven't finished the original thought. Um, the what, so why I was saying that was because then she starts being like, I can't convince them otherwise. Like, it makes they believe all these things, and no matter what I say, like I can give them proof, like my birth certificate, and they'll be like, Well, that could all just be faked because you're in the CIA. So then it makes me worried. Like, do I think that with the things I believe? But then I know I don't. But it's like, no, that is exactly like you're having it done to you. How would that not open your eyes to the situation? I was going to say the irony of the fact that she basically described what a conspiracy is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. And I, 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 I just couldn't believe that. And then she also mentioned, which I didn't know that the Boston bombing was also open for conspiracy theories, but I guess it oh, was. Me neither. Yeah. And she mentioned. I said, not Rachel used because her wasn't her middle name Rachel or something because I think she also went by that. Yeah, it's, I, I wrote not Rachel using the Boston bombing as an example and saying she won't believe in it unless she gets her own leg blown off. <laughs> That's literally what she said. Like, that to me is like so disrespectful. I know. Like there's certain conspiracy theories that like like this one is like disrespectful to science, but at least it's not like. I don't know. It's just like so stupid. But like when people are like the Holocaust didn't happen or something like that, where they're like just disregarding a ton of people's suffering. I'm like, oh my God, fuck you. Like that is so, so disrespectful to the victims and the families of the victims. It's, I always think of it like, obviously I don't condone people thinking that, but I'm like, maybe that they feel so like saddened by it that they have to dissociate in a way where they have to think that like it was a conspiracy and like that nothing like that could ever just happen in real life but at the same time like that's not that's not an excuse for you to actually like go out and try to proliferate those ideas into the world right like that's just delusion which again i understand why that happens there's a reason why humans tend to do that when they experience suffering or hear about it and stuff because we dissociate from it but like you're an adult come on yeah Right. Like, yeah. we still have to respect that that actually was a lot of people's lived experience. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's like, why do you, 
that's one thing too i'm like why do you get escape get to escape this yeah (laughs) the rest of us gotta live with reality like why do you get to get away with not living in it i don't know there was a lot of points in this movie that i was just like i know we're having the conversation about like we should have this open conversation with them and try to you know not try to argue our way into their minds but have an open mind when we talk to them but listening to them talk in this movie like i i had a closed mind listening to this because i just know that i can i can't believe in this conspiracy whatsoever so like trying to hear their arguments for it i just didn't care honestly because i'm like there's no convincing me and like i know it's fun to hear the conspiracy even if you don't believe in it but at the same time like when there's straight up science to disprove something i don't even want to give something like the time or energy because yeah i don't know well, it feels like a waste of time though. yeah i'm like this is just going against everything that i believe in my life like i went to school to get a science degree i agree yeah. with that and i i think yeah. i also wouldn't be able to take that on myself i don't know who'd be capable of that I'd have to be someone that's super educated and knows about communicating properly in the best possible way but I think the reason why when I heard them talk about it it was the physicist I think that mentioned that and when I heard him talk about it in the documentary it reminded me of my neuroscience professor when we did this myth project and one of the people one of the groups worked on anti-vaxxers and all of us were obviously like this is so fucking stupid because I mean it is but aside from that she was like okay well like we tried to have a discussion about it and how we can change this conversation. And she mentioned that maybe one of the things that we need to do is be better at like with scientific literacy and making scientific literature more accessible to people and things like that, which I know these people would still exist, people who want to create their conspiracies or whatever. And I know that that's one of those things that's like, Oh, a potential solution, but how the fuck do you enact it? But I feel like it did make me understand that. Okay. Well it is, it's on them, but it's also on us as a society to do better. Yeah, well, one thing, though, that one of the scientists in this made the argument was it's not a lack of education. Like, think about that one guy who did all the flat earth models. He was so smart. Like, he was so very, very, very smart in the way that he was able to build things. and yeah. like just engineer um, something like that. Yeah, like, he... And so it's like he had a brain on him. <laughs> like, it's... And so... I think for some people it's that it's like not being able to access the scientific truth but I think just some people just don't want to believe it because that man could I believe he could read like scientific articles and be and like follow and he just clearly doesn't want to right I agree and like I said like I I know that no matter what those people are going to exist and in my pseudoscience class we talked a lot about how there are people with PhDs who believe in all the conspiracies that we would talk about but it still is like I just think in general, there's not going to be a solution that's going to fix everything, but I feel like that's a start for at least so that the communities don't keep getting bigger for things like anti-vaxxers or whatever else. Yeah, that's true. Kind of yeah. nip it in the bud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the la- so the last thing I wrote down that I wanted to mention about um, the documentary, why do all freaking weird people love cats? Because <laughs> I love cats and I'm like... Like one of the, I forget who it was. One of them was like, I have my cats. It was I the love woman. them so much. I don't know I what it is. Yeah, Patricia. Yeah. She, I don't know All what it is about like... cats. I just love them. I'm like, stop. Like you're giving cat lovers a right. bad name. They were all just sitting like on their podcast setup. And they would just the stare at the camera. <laughs> They're trying to communicate with us. Like, yeah. I know. They're probably like these dumbass idiots. 
But, yeah, I mean, that's the last thing I really had to say about the documentary because what else do you say about it? I know. Yeah. Did we cover everything? I, I just want to – I honestly, I didn't, like, listen to – this part of it as much because like it was just a little side story but they mentioned that one guy that is like a total narcissist basically his name's matt i think and he thinks oh yeah yeah and i wrote down a quote well first of all he said i am the tension that caused the flat earth so clearly illusions of grandeur and then the other thing is that he i guess he was asked to be in the documentary and the people who made the documentary wrote a quote and it says when asked to appear in the film matt stipulated that he received five thousand dollars twelve percent of profits creative control a guarantee that he'd be featured in 25 to 50 percent of the film and that we support his unverified claim that mark Sargent is secretly a warner brothers executive is executive using an elias <laughs> and then it says we were unable to meet his demands <laughs> literally like he's just right <laughs> Yeah, also he went, he called himself math. I know. Like, the subject. I didn't. And I'm like, I don't understand. Right, I don't know what his actual name was because of that. He That guy, like, w- had serious issues. He's definitely 100% delusional and, like, has severe, like, ego. Yeah, no, I think I think issues. he's actually ill. Oh, yeah, he's got some yeah. narcissism disorder. Yeah, like, he, he was a person where... He was the actually like the only person in this movie that I honestly questioned their mental stability. Um, yeah. Everyone else, like at least everyone else in this movie, recognized that this guy specifically had issues and that he was like not to be trusted, and nothing that he said was right. actually credible. Yeah, because he was like one of the OG guys, and then when Mark Sargent got bigger, he like got pissed yeah. about it and like freaked out. Right. Yeah. And so then that's when he, like, got unhinged. And I feel like it's because he was, like, so narcissistic. He hated that somebody else also had, like, right. a big voice and was in almost the community, becoming, you know? At least more relevant yeah. than him at a certain point in time. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. like, he was probably insecure that he was going to yeah. get, like, shunned out. Or at yeah. least not on top anymore. Yeah. So he lashed out. Yeah, and then everybody was like, um, okay, well, yeah. we're done with that They're guy. all like, we definitely don't think Mark Sargent is a Warner Brothers executive. Yeah, which I don't right. even and they understand said that why he, he was making that argument. Is that Warner, oh, he Where said that, that Warner Brothers from? has a deal with the Pentagon and the CIA. Like, what? <laughs> why? Oh, yeah. To do what? To do what? Why Warner Brothers? <laughs> Looney Tunes yeah. is actually a government project. <laughs> I guess. I, guess. I wonder if there's a bunch of, like space science fiction space Maybe. movies that are made by I don't Warner know. brothers and that's why he i don't like know that. i mean i could i could yeah, kind Bugs of Bunny is a cia like, agent he's i don't know i could see the argument actually of warner brothers like putting out propaganda in some way to make you believe in a certain thing but like it's not like there's movies that are specifically talking right. about the round earth <laughs> have you have you seen like there are i'm pretty sure it's looney tunes like world war ii propaganda where it's like i can already oh God, see it like in my extremely head extremely <laughs> offensive yeah let me see um i'm gonna mute myself for a second i'm gonna look it up and see if i can find it really fast because then i'll show you guys the link so we can just i didn't find the exact video but it's a character from 1943 no, no, named tokyo jokyo no. 
<laughs> the film pretends to be a newsreel from Japanese cinema that was captured by American troops during World War II. Each segment features a separate story supposedly praising Japanese life in the war effort. In reality, each segment contains satirical comment, often racist satirical comment, to depict the Japanese and their Axis allies as incompetent, pathetic, self-destructive Oof. failures. I've also seen, I'm pretty sure there's like, here, wait one second. I'm pretty sure there's like blackface. I wouldn't Looney put it past Tunes them. Too. Like, because the Looney Tunes has been around since the 40s. Like, they can get. Yeah, like the shit can get offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just don't give a fuck. I just like cannot. I don't know. I just like cannot believe some of the shit that America used to do just how offensive some of these things used to be like and that was just like i just okay i know this is i won't normal go off about this because it'll become a whole thing but i'm sure and i'm sure we'll talk about it when we watch future dumb movies because it will definitely come up but the fact that even looking back like i don't know six plus years ago and you watch what they said in movies and it was like holy shit and that was only like and that was only like that was pretty recent no yeah i was gonna say like we're still doing bad shit there's been, like, a news story lately about Chrissy Teigen and how she, like, bullied what? this non-binary person who was in a relationship as a 16-year-old with a, like, an older... He was 51 years old, but he was, like, actually an actor. And I guess that this was happening in 2011. And it was, like, a huge news story, apparently. They, that couple, the 16-year-old and this 51-year-old, were on a bunch of different, like, news news i don't know what the fuck you call them news channels like big like stuff like good morning america on the today show and stuff what and even anderson cooper anderson cooper made the meanest jokes about this person the 16 year old their their name was courtney and it was so weird that every single news outlet and news story covering this was targeting the young person they were all saying like i cannot believe that this person would get into a relationship with this older man like what why would they do what that the fuck? that's so gross like they're such a slut they're just doing this for money all this weird stuff anderson cooper was straight up like being a dick and making fun of this this person and it was so strange like chrissy Teigen, i guess was tweeting at the at courtney and saying hell? stuff like i want you to die like i want you to take a dirt nap they're oh like my God, she was like i can't fuck? wait to for you to go to sleep and never wake up yeah, and this so was only in 2011. Atrocious. Like uh, the other day on the H3 podcast, they were talking about this. And Ethan, at first, he was like, "Oh, I guess that just like is a sign of the times." Like people thought that that was more normal. That I don't know that someone would be in a predatory relationship and that they would make fun of the the person who was a victim there, who was clearly being groomed. But I'm like, no, that was that was not that long ago people definitely thought that that was bad and people even before that thought that that was bad like i don't know why people think that that was somehow normal even like stuff that was happening three years ago like no i hate when people brush it off as like oh it was just a different time right i'm like like, no i think we definitely knew that it was bad then but people just didn't say anything right yeah okay wait i sent you a link um click on the link and just i mean you don't have to like actively watch it but skip to seven minutes and 30 seconds in and just like look at the artwork of course there's a fucking ad 
Oh yeah. And I can't I can't skip it. Oh, of course. I'm watching. Did you skip? You said seven, seven minutes and thirty seconds. Do you guys jungle jitters? Yeah. At eight minutes, there's a guy like, um, you know how a lot of traditional like tribal jewelry is like a big nose ring. They have is him it though. Yeah. Well, that's like like I mean that's what they show in shows like this. But is that a real thing? I don't know. I've seen like that's like one of their like body mods things is like having like um really big. It's usually like a I have I have yeah seen, it's usually yeah, actually like that. a stick. Like outside of but this. yeah, he's like the doing. I was hula hooping. Yeah, well, he's doing through his nose jump ring. roping. Yeah, he's. Oh yeah. This okay, and is so well, hard and then to go right to now. like here. Wait, let me refind it. Yeah, Holy go shit. to like fifteen fifteen. Also, uh, I don't think we said what we're watching. Oh, it's so it's a Looney Tunes. This is best of censored eleven band cartoons, but so it's all like older looney tunes videos and it's like the one the first one i had them look at was depicting a stereotypical tribe and just very offensively and then this oh one now has like a very offensive cartoon of a uh, black kid where it's like the big pink lips and like stuff like that yeah Bro. like i knew it was gonna be bad but this yeah. is bad it's like blatantly like just horrific and this is just like what was put yeah. on tv tv like oh my god kids saw this and then those kids became the adults yeah that we know and today. it's like stuff like that like that's the type of thing where obviously it doesn't like there was been enough time between then and now that like this actually i was in um true and on i was listening to when people like make an excuse for people older people being like well it was a different time you know, they grew up in a different time where, like, basically racism was accepted. The person was like, where have they been between then and now? It's not, like, let's not pretend yeah, that they right. blinked and all of a sudden it was 40 years later. They've been here the whole time. It's been explained why it's not acceptable and it's become unacceptable for at least 20 years. Like, there's no excuse. So it's like seeing this, it's like, OK, I understand why they would have those prejudices. They should get rid of them by now. But it's like, of course, if they're going to, like, have this shit on their TV, of course, they're going to, like. I don't know, believe in very offensive things. Yeah. But yeah, just thought I would uh, share that one. <laughs> well, thank you. That was enlightening. Yeah. You're welcome. I forget where I originally saw. I think I like they show those in like a history class I was in once. Yeah, I I think I have. I, I, I remember talking about this with someone, too, and just seeing older cartoons and just how. Mm, how painful they are yeah. to watch oh my god this tokyo jokio one i'm watching right now i'm just like skimming through it and they have like hitler in it uh, like that to me what? having hitler in a cartoon is just so weird anyways okay well does anyone else have anything they want to mention about the documentary i just want to say that at the beginning of the documentary they called neil degrasse tyson he who shall oh, not yeah. be named <laughs> So he's actually Voldemort yep. now. He's that evil. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, why him? It's not like he, honestly, I mean, I guess he was more popular when this movie was out, but. I think he's spoken out very openly against flat earthers. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think he's, he's like one of those public figures as a scientist, but also 
somewhat accessible to the public because he can be funny sometimes. So I think that's why he's had his views on this have been heard more than maybe other scientists. Obviously, other scientists are also like, what the fuck is this shit? But he's more of like, he has more of a foothold in the entertainment industry. So he's able to be heard a bit better. Um, Does anyone else have final thoughts on this documentary and or Flat Earthers? (laughs) No. I'm ready to stop thinking about them, honestly. Yeah. Okay, well, we can transition to our new segment, which is, I mean, there's no name for it, but we're just going to talk about music because we love music. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. song of the week, that's what we were going to do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess. What song are we into this week? Or what, I guess it doesn't even have to be what's your favorite song of the week, but like. What are you vibing yeah. with at yeah. the moment? It's a, it's a sub- what's our vibe? Music is a subjective experience, so this is a subjective segment. Right. Someone else go first. I'm looking at my data to let me know well, what it did is. You, According. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> did you want to say what you're going to say? But I realized that I do. I do have an obsession this week. Um, Go ahead and say it. Um, See, OK, I'm hesitant to say this because people who don't know me that are here that would hear this are going to think this is like my music taste. And it's not. So I'm kind of embarrassed because my music taste is much more refined than this. I know it doesn't matter, but it matters to me. So I need to disclose that. However, I love Olivia Rodrigo so fucking much. So the song I've had on repeat is Deja Vu because it's just so fucking good. And it sounds a little bit like Lord and I love Lord and I love her new album. It's so angsty and like teenage me needed. Well, and one thing about that is there's a reason she's popular. Like because she's talented. I know. And so it's not bad for you to like popular music. I know that's true. I know we've talked about that a lot before. It's just like, I, I know that for all of us, music matters a lot. And I see music as such a big hobby for me. Like I research music, I read reviews all the time and stuff like that. So for me, it's, I've talked to people about this and like people in my life from before and they, AKA my exes. <laughs> we yeah, talked like, that about sounds this. so ominous. I know. So just, I know it sounds like a past life, but it's not, although you could argue it is. This um, is the soliloquy but, she holds before she kills people. They have to right. listen to her music <laughs> beliefs. <laughs> Seriously. Um, that would be fitting I, for me as a villain. Actually. Literally. That should be, that would be our thought, food for thought. What soliloquy would you give? Before? Yeah. <laughs> Mine would be about the importance of old horror movies and the influence they have yes. on <laughs> horror today. It literally would be. We got to uh, think about Jill. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, we talked about how it's hard for us to accept, which I, I'm sure that I got this belief from this person and now it's become a part of me and I'm trying to change it a little bit. We have this belief that it's, you can like music, but like, because everyone likes music to an extent, it feels good for everyone. I'm assuming, cause how can it not? But if you don't like, if, if you just like whatever's on the radio and that's it, then I can see how that's not someone that like loves music. Not, it's like, you can like that and like other music and I'll accept that you love music but if you only like that our reasoning behind why that doesn't count is because that's just like fed to you as opposed to you looking for music so I love popular music too and I've I've learned that it's okay to love that which is why I fell in love with Ari and stuff like that and I let myself enjoy pop now which I didn't before and I'm glad I do now because it's a whole new world but it's just hard to only reference pop mu- popular music. It's like, well, no, I also have a lot of music that I spend a lot of time looking for. That being said, I still love Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. I love Deja Vu. She is and so I'll talk talented. more about, yeah, yeah. And I'll talk more about other music that I love in other episodes. Yeah. But that is my obsession right now. Well, and I think, too, if you can, like, confidently be like, oh, I, I 
really like this artist because she's really talented. Like how you said, like really made me think of these ears and stuff. Like I think that alone shows like that you are into music. Because if you're like, oh, this is a song that's been on the radio a lot and it's kind of a bop. True. But if you're like, oh, I really like her because of that angsty sound, my teenage years, blah, blah, blah. It's like definitely like, oh, she knows what, you know, she is looking for in music. You're right. I guess if if there's meaning behind it, then yeah. Well, because also with that being said, the one I'm about to share is fucking stupid. I don't know if either (laughs) of you listened to it. I sent it in the group chat yesterday. I haven't yet. Yesterday or two days ago. It's like a EDM remix of a (laughs) sea Oh, wait. Okay. I saw that and I am going to listen to it, but I, I recognized it only because I know there was a period of time on TikTok where I kept seeing hashtag sea shanty and I'm like, what the fuck is this hashtag? Yeah. I had no idea what that meant. Yeah. So a sea shanty is like what sailors would sing together, <laughs> like on, you know, long ass cruises and stuff like that's a sea shanty would be like what they would sing. So I'm trying to think of like I don't know. I can't. I don't. I can't think of like one off the top of my head. But you've probably heard a sea shanty. They're like, I don't know. But so it's actually like I really like it because it's like this. It's a sea shanty, but it's sped up, sped up, and then it has like a beat behind it. I'm like, okay, this shit actually slaps. <laughs> I need to listen. Shelby said she liked it. So what about you? Um, my fave song right now is called Four Keep by jay gray um yeah i don't, I don't I know, know i feel like artist. it's it's like a good like summer song oh yeah i don't know that song i don't think i know um, that artist i don't know if i put a song by her in our shared playlist or if i put that song specifically but yeah it's like a nice little like summer song yeah i don't know definitely my music taste like definitely change not taste but like what I'm actively listening to changes with the seasons. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Same. I start listening to more like I listen to more like pop and then more uh like bluegrass and like ac- acoustic music as the as it gets warmer cuz that to me is like happy music. I always listen to classic rock in the summer. That's like to me that's summer music. Yeah. Eventually you got to listen to that. I made Jilly uh Oh uh, yeah playlist of guitar solos that make me um, <laughs> lovely but and yeah. chris was trying to help me with them but he was cho- he wasn't choosing good guitar solos i'm like no 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 this is like, top tier curated like these are guitar solos that i'm like actively like oh my god i'm obsessed with the way this sounds it's not just any yeah. good guitar, guitar i think solo. my summer sound yeah. is it always more of the house music comes in for me in the summer because i'm like hell yeah party time and then I think the only time I refer back because I used to love more like I, I I think of it as like acoustic-y music and I really don't like that music whatsoever anymore. Um, but I think in the winter, like I love Phoebe Bridgers now and that's because that was my winter vibe. Um, but yeah, in the summer, it's always like, hell yeah, I just want to dance and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Shake my booty. For real though. Me cleaning the house at 2 a.m. last summer listening to our house music playlist. <laughs> oh my God in the winter i listen to like pink floyd because it's like slower even though that's like my comfort music so now that i'm starting school again i'm definitely going to be listening to them again because that's what i listen to like as background music because i've heard it all a billion one times so i can tune out but then i also listen to like i don't know i just listen to like yeah slower, right like angry music so i'm like that's the vibe <laughs> we're emo 
Okay, well, that's it for this week's episode. You can find us on Spotify and now Apple Podcasts because we're cool. (laughs) Okay, so thank you for tuning in. And as always, you can find our podcast or you can listen to our podcast every Tuesday at different times. We're still trying to figure our shit out (laughs) and become more consistent. But yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.